This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, where your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, how you doing this morning? Hey, I'm doing good, everybody. It is Tuesday. It is time to get back to the grind. And uh, yeah, you know, got some good sleep last night and ready for uh, our second show on Phoenix Media, the new platform. Exactly. Yeah, all good. We got some great feedback yesterday, hoping to get more people involved today. But uh, yeah, we're having fun. Things are going smooth. And uh, yeah, just looking to kick off this Tuesday. Now, speaking of kicking things off, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host, Tony, putting on your hypothetical hat again, say you're an inmate at a U.S. prison, not one of those Mexican prisons or North Korean prisons, but uh, what would be the worst torture you could endure from a security guard if you were imprisoned here in the U.S.? Hmm. (laughs) I thought of uh, Guantanamo Bay, the Harold and Kumar (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> more mainstream than that um, not not where you go to disappear yeah 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 we don't need a rooster meat sandwich um gosh uh hypothetical hat here trying to put myself in there i guess it would have to uh in be some form of torture would have to sit there and listen to cardi b <laughs> over and over gosh it's terrible her or megan the stallion Woof. right Sorry, not a fan. It just, I think that would be like one form of torture. A little whop on torture repeat. on the ears. Well, you know. <laughs> always You're trying to keep Trying to keep it PG-13? <laughs> yeah. Always, always down with, uh, with the whop. So. <laughs> <laughs> the woman as president. Well, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep it real clean here, okay? That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I was so, going to go full tail boogie, but I stopped. So where I'm going I digress. With, where I'm going with this is not too far off from what you were yeah, you know, what you were saying. So uh Okay. Two security guards, Christian Miles and Gregory Butler, both 21. Christian Myers? No, Christian Miles. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy named 
Christian Myers. <laughs> and former Oklahoma County Jail Detention Officers, as well as their former supervisor, Christopher Hendershot, were charged on Monday with cruelty to prisoners, corporal punishment to an inmate, and conspiracy. On at least five occasions in November and December involving five inmates each separately, Mr. Miles and Mr. Butler placed the inmate into an empty attorney visitation room. The two then handcuffed the inmate against the wall, forcing them to stand for as long as two hours, an internal investigation preceding uh, the charges found. This was played on repeat through a computer while the inmate was forced to listen to it. You ready, Tone? Ready. <laughs> Could you imagine that on repeat for two hours? No. I, I, no, I would that's... find a way to... No, I'm, I won't go there. But uh, in any you case... You're going to pull a saw? Like, yeah, yeah. you go saw, the original? <laughs> the song was said to be... It doesn't a... get you out of that room, though. Oh, exactly. The song was said to be a joke between Miles and Butler. Mr. Miles told investigators. Uh, David Prater, the Oklahoma County District Attorney, said the three had acted conjointly, willfully, and wrongfully in a cruel or inhumane manner when they subjected inmates to this punishment. <laughs> That's going to be in everybody's head all day. Yeah, you can uh, thank us for that later. Uh, Just leave it on the uh, Phoenix line, or you can comment on the uh, Facebook portion about how much you love this song. I, I feel for the inmates, you know. I, I just don't uh, want, uh, you know, the listeners to, to not have a full understanding of, of what these poor guys went through. <laughs> yeah, probably just talk. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. But uh, in any case, I, I won't push, you know. Uh, put any more undue pressure on you guys or uh, yeah, you you know, strain on the ears. So uh, in any case, we've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. It is a Tuesday. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? It is Taco Tuesday! <laughs> it's Baby Shark Day! <laughs> do, do, do. All right. Uh, as we do actually now on Tuesdays, it used to be on Wednesdays, we have Animal Tales sponsored by RoughRiders.org. We have a segment called The Old Normal. We're all used to hearing the new normal. What's the old normal? Our call-in topic today is your favorite homemade Halloween costume. We have a segment called Whatever Happened to the Cast of... you got to wait to find out. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. As we do each and every day, we have This Day in History, and up next, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Sorry, just needed to drop it one more time. We'll be right All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. 
And we are back to the show. It is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, Tuesday, October 13th. Now, we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It's a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to call in, chime in on anything whatsoever. It's a voicemail. You know how it works. You leave a message after the beep. We, uh, you know, you can leave it on any topic, uh, tell us how you're doing. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We will compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now, it is the second segment of this show, and that means Tony is here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, October 13th, I was going to say 15th, but it's only the 13th. Uh, <laughs> let's roll with that Filippo fast by. All right. Today it was learned that Padres outfielder Tommy Pham, he was stabbed outside of a strip club last night. What? Didn't say what? Just, yeah. Say you what? Get a little, you, get a, you, get, you get your ass kicked by the Dodgers. You go to a strip club. Then you get stabbed. As not a do. good week for Yeah, not a good week for tab, Tommy Pham. Hey, Ozzy Osbourne reschedules his No More Tours 2 to 2022. So that will be the year that Ozzy finally quits touring. He'll be 103 by then? Uh, Kevin and Bean alums, Ali McKay and Gene Bean Baxter will reunite to host new podcast titles, A Cup of tea and a chat very cool yeah i've been following I that know you're a fan yep yeah. and uh looking forward to that uh loved that morning show yeah i know k-rock really dropped the ball out of la on that yep. bad boy but we're picking um, it up here <clears throat> yeah definitely so you can catch it there too bad they weren't on that uh, platform phoenix media you I know, know i heard right? it is the future of broadcast that's yeah it's what i hear some guy so. told me that too yeah 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 i know a guy <laughs> uh it's amazon prime day so lots of sales on video games movies electronics and well whatever the hell you need check it out today there's deals but do it after the show yes. you know or maybe during the long commercial break but just be back in time uh, Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds are going to be reuniting for a new romantic action movie called The Lost City of D. Don't know what the D stands for. <laughs> Maybe it's Deadpool. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it I'm thinking of something out. else. Yeah, it's oh, The Lost yeah. City of D. <laughs> All right. Speaking of D, the mighty Disney undergoes major shakeup that will make streaming their primary focus. So over the years, the Walt Disney Company has grown to become an absolutely massive media giant with so many companies under one roof. Disney would typically be raking in billions, billions of dollars, but the COVID-19 pandemic has, well, taken a huge toll on theaters, theme parks, live sports, and other aspects of the Disney Company. So they're being forced to shut down some aspects. One of the few areas to grow during the pandemic is Disney+. Plus. Uh, in order to better adapt to the changing climate, the Walt Disney Company has announced a major restructuring that will position streaming as their primary focus. Um, it's going to be a strategic reorganization of its media and entertainment business. Uh, World Disney's world-class creative engines will focus on developing and producing original content for the company's streaming services, as well as their legacy platforms. Um, so let me just get down to the meat and stuff here basically it doesn't say what they're going to start focusing on specifically but my thought is they have 
uh, Disney Plus, Hulu, ESPN Plus. Um, so they're going to be building a lot around that. And I bet uh, I was reading another side article before I put this one in that they're going to also start focusing more on Marvel shows since the success of The Mandalorian. Right. They've got uh, the Obi-Wan series coming out next year. Right. WandaVision. I think this is, yeah, this is a great way to go. Yeah. Um, well, you it, may- it's just... It's you, just crazy. You mentioned yesterday that uh, they're foregoing the uh, Pixar movie Soul altogether in theaters, and it's going straight to um, Disney Plus, not even as premium video on demand like Mulan did, right? Yeah, it's just going to skip premium video on demand. It's just going to be a part of the streaming platform in December. Uh, so around the same release date, it would have gone in theaters. And then uh, Mulan will also uh, just goes to Disney Plus at that point in December. Obviously, right now you can pick it up. I'm sure some you can even rent it on Apple now. So there's ways to catch it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Disney's uh, it's not a bad idea. I mean, it kind of sucks. Uh, you and I are both big theater guys, yeah. so uh, it sucks. But you know, I'd even take Black Widow at this point on demand versus waiting till May of next year. So. I was just going to say the same thing. You know, it's it would be great to see it in theaters and like DFX full surround sound, but uh, it's been so long at this point. Hell, I'll throw it on in the living room, and I've got, you know, a nice surround sound bar. and Just enjoy it that way. Yeah, I would do the same. I'm sure many, and I feel like this is why Disney's going that route, uh, which just dances into the next story that uh, theaters are really in trouble. AMC has announced that, you know, they've struggled throughout 2020. Uh, a lot of their stuff has been delayed till 2021 that they've uh, revealed that they could be out of cash by the end of 2020. They, they have nothing coming in. Uh, AMC is trying to find ways to increase their business, but let's face it, you can only run so many showings of Hocus Pocus, Empire Strikes Back, and you know, right. and I crack jokes because those, those are great to go see the classics, but with the pandemic and everything, you still don't have a lot of people willing to go to the theater even for classics right. um and even the so, the ticket prices for uh you know these throwback movies you know went and saw empire strikes back for five bucks a ticket we just went and saw hocus pocus uh this weekend it was a dollar a ticket so uh, that's not going to keep them afloat no it's not and they're worried i mean the it the basically uh with 007 no time to die push back to 2021 soul going straight to streaming the crudes and new age is the only major release uh coming out for amc uh Oof. that's it that's coming around thanksgiving wonder woman 84 is still on hold is still potentially for december i don't see that probably happening. not i think no. wonder woman gets pushed back to 2021 as well i got a bad feeling this- about this yeah, me too, Han. Me too. Um, still, this is all like nice segues because we've been talking about, you know, where the future may lie is premium video on demand. Well, Greenland is going to opt out of theaters. Now, this is the Gerard Butler disaster pick that was supposed to come out in September. For a Not moment, I thought you were talking about the country itself. <laughs> oh, the, did you? I thought you thought I was going to crack a joke on. You know how I mix up Gerard Butler and uh, Russell Crowe? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, because I, I screwed that up from these movies. But, uh, yeah, no. No, I thought <laughs> yeah. I thought the entire country of Greenland decided to close all theaters for good. Yeah, you're like, oh. It's still okay. early, folks. Okay, hey, that is all right. <laughs> yeah, well, 
so the movie with uh, Gerard Butler and uh, it's just this disaster pick of them running from an asteroid. Looked pretty good. Good luck with that. Yeah, so instead of coming to theaters, it's officially going to be premium video on demand starting December 18th, 2020. Happy birthday to one of my friends that listens on that day. You know who you are. Happy <laughs> birthday. Future birthday on that day. You can watch Greenland. Uh, so, yeah, this is the way things are, man. This is the way is it looks way. like we're headed. and Yeah, so that's uh, some exciting movie news. Uh, yeah. If you want some scandalous news, uh, we go to TV. It's uh, Tiger King star Doc Antle. He's indicted for animal cruelty and trafficking. Uh, surprisingly, it's not a Carol Baskin story. But Carol uh, Baskin. Doc, Doc Antle says, I'm terribly shocked and disappointed at the charges that have been filed against me by the Commonwealth of Virginia and how they have sought to involve my daughters in this matter. I deny any act or conduct that could ever be considered as animal cruelty. Um, he has not yet been taken into custody, but he has a slew of felony and misdemeanor charges <laughs> uh, for his treatment and transportation of lion cubs. So... Um, if you've watched the Tiger King, you know, that is the one of the highlights of 2020. You know, Doc Antle was one of the, like, sleazy side yeah. characters. It's just crazy because they're all – it's not just Carol Baskin getting the uh, the heat. It's like Doc Antle's getting the heat and uh, Jigsaw, whatever. You want to play a Jeff, Jeff, whatever. <laughs> Jeff his Lowe. Name is. Yeah. Yep. Jeff Lowe. It's just, it's just crazy. Yeah, so. Doc Antle was the one who had um, – basically a cult he had like this harem of women and it's just weird and creepy dude that whole thing was creepy uh yeah it just uh you know meth kills kids meth kills never do meth <laughs> there were signs when i was back home in carson this last week it's like friends don't let friends do meth or something like that it's like well yeah i would hope friends don't let friends do meth yeah i digress let's boogie on to the birthdays because there's a slew of those Oh, I gotta find that. Where is it? There it's it is. It's my birthday. Well, happy freaking birthday to the following. I, I see the countdown clock, so this helps me stay a little on track. Right. Uh, one of my favorite football players of all time, the greatest receiver of all time, Jerry Rice, 58 today. Still looks super young. Still looks like he could kill the game today. No <laughs> lie. Uh, very nice alike. Sasha Baron Cohen is 49. He's Borat. You can see Borat 2, Electric Boogaloo, and the slew of Twinkie Tacos and Jabroni eating something else. That comes out in it's a, a long few title. weeks on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, it's a really long title. Uh, Tisha Campbell Martin, a.k.a. Gina. Damn, Gina! My She's 52. Man. Paul Pierce, former basketball player, is 43. Paul Simon, 79. He's a folk singer. Nancy Kerrigan, why? 51. She was a ice skater, got her knee busted. Uh, Marie Osmond is 61, still looks really good. My all-time rock hero, legend, want to meet him, want to party with him. Sammy Hagar, a young 73 today. Sammy's the freaking man. A red rocker. That guy. Jerry Jones, uh, owner of the Dallas Cowboys. He is a Skeletor 78. Doc Rivers, former coach of the Clippers, uh, now of the 76ers, is 59. Ryan Clark, football player, 41. Joey Belladonna of Anthrax, 60. Brian Horrier of the Patriots, 35. And former Bronco and Eagle, Brian Dawkins is 47. Don't die your birthdays. 
today. Happy birthday. I spit on my camera. Well, folks, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, we have Animal Tales, sponsored by RoughRiders.org. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It's Tuesday, October 13th. Now we're all over social media with many of you watching us right now on Facebook Live, soon to be YouTube Live as well. If you want to get a hold of us on Facebook, I can be reached at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony is available at facebook.com forward slash Tony dot Sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four or on Instagram at Tony dot Sanfilippo 81. Now, being that it's Tuesday... We used to do it on Wednesdays. Now we do it on Tuesdays. We're talking Animal Tales sponsored by RoughRiders.org. Now, RoughRiders is a local dog rescue nonprofit dedicated to the transport of dogs from the rural kill shelters into the metro area here, working with uh, local rescues and shelters to give dogs a second chance at life. If you want more information, go to RoughRiders.org or Facebook.com forward slash RoughRidersSaves. With that being said, let's get into Animal Tales. Dogs and the cats, they take up the middle where the honeybee hums and the cricket fiddles, the donkey prays and the pony neighs, the old grey badger sighs. Listen to the bass, it's the one on the bottom where the bullfrog croaks and the hippopotamus moans and groans with the big to-do and the old cow just goes moo. <laughs> Well, we may be on a new network, but we still have the same old jingles. I know some of you love it, some of you hate it, but uh, you know what? We enjoy the hell out of that uh, Animal Tales intro, right, Tone? <laughs> yeah, I always have to geek out with it. It's goofy. <laughs> but you cut out the little, like, the, the long, like, little hoedown. Part. I did, yeah. Yeah, I figured, you know what? Let, let's not uh, make it any worse than it has to be, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's still better than that baby shark crap. That is true. Show. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the funny thing yep. is, you know, our first story is about... It's not really. I you just wanted to excuse... You son of a bitch, man. <laughs> it's not really, but... Uh, all right. <laughs> you bastard. I know. I know. Having fun on this Tuesday. All, all day. All yep. day. That's yep. going to be the joke. It's all day. That's what I'm going to go back to work and do. <laughs> How was your vacation? Baby shark. Do-do-do. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> all right. Let's get into our first story. All right. So a stray dog seen roaming the streets of a Malaysian town sports vivid tiger stripes painted on by misguided pranksters. We all know our pet cats think they're really tigers, and that's all well and good. Dogs, on the other hand, seem to be quite content with just being themselves. That is, they keep their inner wolf undercover for the most part. Then there's this poor dog, painted orange with con uh, contrasting black stripes, looking like some sort of bargain basement broke tigress wannabe after a weekend cat food bender. We'll admit this isn't the first dog in tiger's clothing we've seen. About a year ago, 
This story reported on dogs treated with non-toxic hair dye by Indian farmers in an effort to frighten off fruit-pilfering monkeys. That's a uh, Mad Libs of a sentence. In that case, the the farmers cared about their dogs and only applied the best quality available dye to their anti-primate canines. This is different, though. The vivid colors on this stray pooch were painted on and for no discernible purpose other than to provide amusement to ignorant people. The joke was on the pranksters, however, as photos of the put-upon pup have gone viral on Facebook, sparking widespread ire, anger, and condemnation. Kudos to the Parasutuan Highwind Malaysia of the Malaysia Animal Association for not only bringing the striking and shocking example of animal abuse to a wider audience, but also for asking people to come forward with any information that could lead to the perpetrator's arrest. And uh, I absolutely agree. I think uh, whoever did this to this dog absolutely deserve to be arrested um it's no excuse you know what they were talking about with the monkeys and the the safe die i mean that's even pushing it a little bit but this is just flat out animal cruelty yeah that is it's bs it's definitely uh i was trying to find the right soundboard button for it it's just complete uh, crap um yeah, no good joke. I hope they get, they have to listen to Baby Shark. Go to prison. Right. Those guys. Yeah, it's just awful. They need Baby awful Shark 24 stuff. hours a day just blasted at them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, such a bummer. All right, uh, let's move on with our next animal tale. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard to think that that was originally what they thought of for the uh, Netflix. Ba-boom. Right. All right, Tony. So uh, let's see. We've talked about murder hornets. We have talked about uh, um, zombie cicadas. Uh, what else have we talked about in the uh, horror bug category? Oh, geez. I know there's been a handful of others. Oh, uh, the mosquito clouds. The, the cloud of mosquitoes. Yep. Yeah. The locust. Yep. Yeah. Well, here's one that we can add to the uh, the zoo of horrors, if you will. <laughs> No matter how cute and fuzzy this critter looks, do not touch it. This toupee-like insect is one of the most poisonous caterpillars in the U.S., named the furry puss caterpillar, perhaps for its resemblance to less venomous house cats. People who brush up against its hairy coat have a painful reaction. It's a wop caterpillar. (laughs) And according to the Virginia Department of Forestry, there have been reports of the puss caterpillar in a few eastern Virginia counties. They say social distance away from this caterpillar, the uh, VDOF wrote on (laughs) on its Facebook on Tuesday. (laughs) The insect's fuzzy veneer hides venomous spines as the caterpillars grow in size before they change into equally fuzzy southern flannel moths. Their venom becomes more toxic. Their painful sting is followed by swelling and redness, but those who get stung may also experience symptoms like headaches, fever, nausea, vomiting, low blood pressure, rapid heartbeat, seizure, and in rare cases, abdominal pain. According to this sounds frightening. It went from very funny to very scary. It also sounds like side (laughs) effects of a pharmaceutical uh, commercial as well. (laughs) Right. We'll cause the following. Some people may even experience multiple stings because the caterpillars can fall from trees and become lodged in clothes, particularly shirt collars. 
Jeez. The Florida Poison Information Center recommends treating puss caterpillar stings by placing scotch tape over the sting, then peeling it off to remove the spines. So aside from the uh, quite juvenile name, uh, avoid the puss caterpillar at all costs. <laughs> then, you, then, then you had to bring Cardi B into it. I guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus! <laughs> Oh, that could be my favorite. What was the super puss? The caterpillar? <laughs> the monster? The uh, uh, the furry puss caterpillar. <laughs> Snuffleupagus. <laughs> oh, we, we are such teenagers at heart. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on with our uh, final story in Animal Tales. <laughs> Tony, I, I, I picked this one just for you. <laughs> Why, thanks, buddy. Thanks. What is your biggest fear in the world? Oh, I hate snakes. I hate them. Well, you're about to hate them even more. A teenager, a teenager was rushed to the hospital after a python bit his penis as he sat on the toilet. Serapop Mascarat, 18, went to the loo on Tuesday evening when he felt a sudden searing pain in his manhood. The teenager looked down and saw the python with its jaws clamped around the tip of his penis. It quickly let go as blood spurted around the toilet. Are you freaking out yet, Tone? No, I'm laughing. <laughs> Serapop yelled in terror as he ran out of the bathroom with his pants around his ankles in Nanthaburi, central Thailand, around 13 miles north of Bangkok. The teenager's panic-stricken mother calmed him down before paramedics rushed the lad to the nearby Bang Yai Hospital to have his wounded manhood treated. Doctors gave Sarapop <laughs> three stitches in the glands at the tip of the penis and treated the bite wound with antibiotic wash to kill any bacteria from the python's fangs. Sarapop said, I was using the toilet, but a few moments after I sat down, I suddenly felt pain in my penis. I looked down and saw there was a snake hanging in the toilet. <laughs> And there was blood everywhere. It was only a small snake, but its bite was so strong. I hope that my penis can recover. I hope it can too. Poor guy. Animal handlers arrived at the two-story home and began searching for the snake, which was still coiled up in the toilet bowl. They used snake-catching equipment to snare the python, which measured around four feet long. They took it into a sack before releasing it back into the woodland. Um, and there are pictures, and we're, we're going to post this on our Facebook page. Tony, if you want to see... No, the aftermath in the toilet. Oh, okay. I love well, the toilet. I, I don't want to see that dude's noodle. No, 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 no. Left no. of his noodle. What you gonna do, brother, when those twenty-four inch pythons give you a Bobby Joe on the pot, dude? <laughs> yeah, we don't see his python. We only see uh, yeah, the toilet. This kid don't have a python. If he ever had one, it's gone. Oh, that gives me chills. Casey, I Stacy chimed in on the uh, Phoenix page. She said she's going to get me a snake for Christmas. Everybody, no. We want one. We're good. That is terrifying. Well, folks, that does it for this edition of Animal Tales. When we come back, we have a segment called The Old Normal. You won't want to miss it. Come on back. <laughs>
everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, October 13th. Now if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, in this segment, uh, you know, every once in a while we like to wax nostalgic, talk about the good old days. You know, Tony and I grew up kids of the 80s and 90s. And a term that's been thrown around very recently is the new normal. As we're living through the whole coronavirus pandemic, and there is really no new normal. As Cardi B said best, but uh, wanted to wax nostalgic a little bit more and talk about uh, what was normal in 2000, but is strange today. And so uh, we'll go ahead and run through some of these things. Hopefully you guys can uh, share in the enjoyment of them. And uh, Tony and I will chat a little bit about it. Uh, First one being back in the year 2000, your parents telling you not to believe everything you read on the internet. Now in 2020, your parents believing every post they see on Facebook. Um, I I couldn't think of anything more true than that. Yeah, no, if it's on Facebook, it's true nowadays. (laughs) If it's on the internet, it's true. Yeah. You know, it's... Like, I fool people, um, sometimes at work I'll post, let's say, like, I just came back from vacation. A week from now, I could post something from Carson City and people are going to think I'm actually there. Like some of the older crowd, you know, be like, wait, you were just you were just there. It's like, well, somebody yeah, even like commented on a two year old post of yours recently. And then people yeah. thought that there was some big change going on. And yeah, it's yeah I had to address that rumor. Everyone thought I was leaving again or I was taking a promotion. And I was like, wait, what? I, I couldn't understand why I was getting blown up like on these updates. I'm like. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't get promoted. Not, not recently. So, (laughs) you know, well, I had to address that. Yeah. The other funny thing you come across is, you know, there's satire sites like the onion and people will post and repost, you know, fake articles from there, you know, as true. And it's, it's crazy what happens on the internet these days. Oh, good for you. All right. Uh, Going back to the year 2000, you know, 2000 was after the time of mixtapes but it was perfect for the time of mixed CDs. Do you recall buying that giant stack of CDRs, Tony, just so you can make your own custom mixes? And then soon the oh, uh, yeah. DVDRs where you could, you know, fit like five albums on one. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely the thing to do. <laughs> or, or at that time, like that's how, if you had the software um, where you had, I remember you and Adam had Anthrax 8, Volume, volume 8, Thread yeah. Is Real. Yeah, and that was a tough album to get a hold of. So it was like, hey, can I can I borrow your CD? So that way you can make a copy of it. So actually you could have your own. Right. Um, that's how I had to get it because that damn album was impossible to get. So uh, Yeah, now you just sign up for an Apple Music or Spotify subscription and you've got everything right there at the tip of your fingers. Yeah. 
But yeah, the mixes were great. Like there, I still to this day have a little book inside my truck. Uh, it was just. I used to make mixes back before the streaming stuff. So mm-hmm. I still had like my own personal greatest hits. But then when you could condense them down into MP3s and then you could get blown away and have like over 100 tracks on one. Yeah. <laughs> I think 2013 was the last time I did a, a mix album. So Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Did you have in your car, I know I had one, that giant book that was full of just CD sleeves. I think it was like four or six per page front and back. Oh yeah, still. <laughs> you had the case logic books. Oh right. yeah. 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 Ah, the good old days. And then you also had the the visor ones where you would stick them in, but those were the CDs that you didn't really care about cuz they got scratched to hell. Yeah, uh the ex, she used to have that, man, and her CDs would skip all the damn time. You'd be listening to her big thing was Matchbox 20, Savage Garden, <laughs> and uh there was one oh oasis and she'd always listen to wonderwall and that damn song would skip you're my one 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 baby shark do 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 no (laughs) well moving on to speaking of music kids if you are under a certain age there's a tv station you might watch called mtv the m used to stand for music as in music television, and they actually used to show music videos. Who would have thunk? What? I know. Get the hell out of here. I know. You know, Say even, what? In two, even in 2000, they barely showed music videos, man. You had to catch TRL with Carson Daly. Right. It's where you had to catch rock videos, man, because like at the time, Corn, Limp Biscuit, mm-hmm. Godsmack, they were kind of, they were on the TRL, right. along and- with Backstreet Boys, Britney. Christina. TRL was annoying because they would usually talk over the music videos themselves and or they did like the picture in picture thing where they or, continue interviewing people. It's like, yes. let me just see the damn video. Or sometimes they would say, all right, here's Corn got the life. And it would just go right to the end of the video. Oh. Like, OK, number eight, that was Corn. Now here's Justin Timberlake with. Yeah, <laughs> here's Justin Bieber with his 13 uh, minute song. Have fun yeah. enduring this. Yeah, thank God he wasn't around in 2000. So. Well, yeah. he was, but just not just <laughs> not on our airwaves. But, yeah, no, I remember uh, MTV back in the day had some good music videos, you know, like uh, Headbangers Ball was yeah. great. Uh, even the reboot with Jamie Josta was fun. Yeah, and VH1 sort of picked up the, uh, the slack there, and, you know, they continue to play music videos. I don't know if they still do, but... Uh... They don't. Seriously, VH. I think VH1 now is a uh, is another outlet for second rate uh, reality shows. If it's still even a network, the last I remember it, they showed uh, cops and a lot of just really just stuff. Oh, and they showed movies every once in a while. Yeah, it was weird. Huh. Anyway, you guys can chime in if anyone still watches that. Yeah, please feel free. Moving on, uh, we talk about it every once in a while here. Appointment television. Do you remember having to watch a show weekly at the same time to catch the new episode? And you had to watch it then because DVR didn't exist, On Demand didn't exist. It was appointment television. You had to sit your ass in front of the TV right then, right there, just to watch it. Um, It's coming back a little bit with shows like Mandalorian where they just release it once a week, but not quite to this degree. Yeah, yeah. You always had to set your VCR to tape it. And then sometimes yep. it wouldn't tape right. So 
Yeah, it was always kind of a bummer because at the time, you know, like YouTube didn't exist and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and for the record, uh, chiming in, I got to because I keep commenting back on the Facebook page. Um, I can't change it. So when you see Christian Phoenix replying to everything, it's if it's kind of goofy, it's me. Right. So I can't switch it to say me. But but Stacy, you are not the older crowd of dipsticks. See, I'm going to censor that. Um for that post that was somebody else that yeah you know started that whole thing so you're good <laughs> yep all right moving on with uh the old normal do you remember you know obviously now we've got ways and we've got uh google maps and all of that well having to print out your map from MapQuest before leaving your house with the turn-by-turn directions and of course you know trying to follow it while you're driving looking for streets it was not easy but it was necessary Oh, MapQuest, what a pain in the ass. You had to you had to go to get the printer. We had such a ghetto printer. Like, I had to go to the library. Oh, really? And go to, <laughs> yeah. Man, we had, like, hand-me-down computers and stuff. It sucked. I guess in 2000, I felt, and yes, uh, Stacy chimed in and said, ah, scratch that, you guys are old. Yeah, if we're old if we're talking VCRs. Yeah. Uh, in 2000, if that's the year we're talking, that's when – I splurged and got that all-in-one gateway, thinking Ooh. I was so cool. Ooh, that big box TV gateway. Ooh, so nice. Did you do the payment yeah. plan for 25 bucks yeah, a month? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you got the big cow box delivered to your house. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the first credit I got was uh, the gateway. Nice. What a piece of crap that thing was. Yeah, well, to be fair, not many were all that great yeah it it got me it got me on america online and that's all that matters (laughs) you've got mail in fact i think that's the soundbite you're probably looking for right now Uh, well yeah all i can find is goodbye (laughs) Oh, okay that works (laughs) all right moving on uh you remember actually picking up the phone and answering it you've got mail there it is is. you know there was a time where the phone rang you picked it up you said hello and if it was a a spam call or a telemarketer like me or you tony (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, you'd either just politely hang up or say, no, thank you. Now we just avoid it. You know, I, I won't yeah. pick up the phone unless it's a number or a name that I recognize. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't pick it up now unless I want to be funny and get in the dark. Oh, wait, I don't have that girlfriend anymore. Uh, I like to just be funny with some of them sometimes. But uh, typically I don't pick them up. The old days were fun when you could actually prank call and... and uh, Right. Yeah, be, used to be, be anonymous and yeah. Yeah, you remember like people leave their numbers in the yearbook. They're like, "Hey, have a good summer. Call me sometime." And you're like, "Yeah, that girl's cute. I'm a caller." It was fun actually. On this last trip, we reminisced, and uh, all the fun phone numbers are some of the things people say. K I T. Pulled out the yearbook. Touch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fun stuff. And then finally, uh, closing things out with the old normal before we head into our long break. Do you remember Tony having to switch to channel three? play your video games yes that was fun or you know they had that little switch in the back you had to switch you know to the the different uhf vhf settings and uh we had a big box tv we had to do that all the time for the old school nintendo mm -hmm. uh maura chimed in on our page and she said uh, she used to drive by landmarks instead of printing the maps Ah. that's pretty cool you had to drive by it Carson City was like a tough town to get around back in the day, too. Right. 
And you weren't getting okay. anywhere fast because uh, it's no. all 25 miles an hour. Well, folks, that does it for the first hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Stay tuned through the long break. When we come back, we've got the call-in topic of your favorite homemade Halloween costumes. Folks, we'll see you on the other side. Fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this weirdness. Welcome back, folks, to the second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, October 13th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, on this Tuesday, first hour down, how you feeling? Feeling good. It's oh. going smooth. Uh, you know, enjoying uh, the first hour, enjoying the interaction on the show. So, Maura, Stacy, Kendra, uh, for chiming in this first hour. Thank you very much. Always, yeah. We we love the live interaction. We love uh, you know seeing the Facebook comments and uh, just knowing that you guys are listening and uh, you know you have thoughts about uh, what we're doing and and how we're doing it. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie. Definitely, it did. Like I love that last segment we did, but uh, it does make you feel kind of old. Some of the crap that we used to have to do and how easy things are nowadays. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stuff, yeah. yeah. We all have a computer. Can you imagine and, trying to do this radio show thing uh, back in the day? It, it wouldn't be set up this way. I mean, I've got a home <laughs> studio here with you know loads of equipment, but uh, not nearly the amount of equipment that would be needed to do it back in two thousand. <laughs> you know, yeah. And uh, obviously, it'd be weird back then. Yeah, and uh, we wouldn't be able to connect. Uh, you know, what thousand fifteen hundred miles away? You know, you're in Colorado. No. I'm in Nevada. No. And, well, ironically enough, in 2000, we were both in Nevada. That so. is true. Before I left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before you you spun the uh, I'm getting out of there thing. Yep. Yeah. Well, folks, this is the interactive portion of the show. This is where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners, whether you are commenting on the video. If you go to uh, facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Go to the live video and comment in the comment section there. Or the way we've set up the call-in topics now is we post it the day before, giving you guys the opportunity to call in on the Phoenix line. That's uh, 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or 855-336-4973. That way you don't have to be live, live, live on the air in order to chime in, or you can do it at your convenience. So if you're a night owl and you're not getting up early enough for the show, you can still chime in on the call-in topic. Speaking of the call-in topic, our call-in topic today is your favorite 
homemade Halloween costume. This could be something you made. It could be something your parents made for you when you were a kid, or it could just be something you've seen out at a party that you know is homemade that they didn't go and just purchase it off the shelf. Now, Tony, we talked a little bit yesterday about uh, not only your Ninja Turtle costume, but also your Panthro costume. And uh, tell us a little bit more about those. Yeah. So back, back in the day, my mom, uh, she was just a homemaker and she had little side jobs here and there. Not but, just uh, a homemaker. She was just yeah. she was a full time mom. Well, like full time mom, just you know, stayed home. Uh, she took care of us, so we didn't have a lot of money. Um, but my mom would go make these costumes. Like she made these badass Ninja Turtle costumes. I wish I had pictures to share. I don't. I can't find my paint throw one either. I'll eventually throw it up on the page. But uh, yeah, one year she made for, uh, I was a big Thundercat fan, and Panthro was my favorite. So she made this really cool Panthro, uh, and it wasn't like it looked like hokey. Mm-hmm. It looked legit, like nice. had the blue face paint and, and like the pointy ears. I had my nunchucks. It was, it was great. And then when I was Michelangelo, same thing. She went all out to make the M, you know, the orange bandana, and just, you know, just it looked like turtle you had muscles and stuff man she was talented (laughs) Uh, it's just so talented man she made the best costumes and you know and it's great because you know it all she had to do is go buy the material but she would sew it up make it and uh of course uh and you you guarantee when you go out trick-or-treating nobody else has the same exact costume you do yeah there may be store-bought uh turtle ninja turtle costumes but not what uh, you know your mom handcrafted for you. Now you mentioned you might have a picture of the Panthro costume somewhere. Were you able to find that, or I was not. No, oh. it's. I think it's on that hard drive that I was having issues with. So okay. eventually, I'll, I'll I'll find it and I'll put it up on the page and share it. So all right, yeah, we'll bust it out then. Uh, as far as uh, my favorite homemade costume was one that uh, my dad and my older brother put together when my brother was a teenager. Of course, I inherited later. But it was uh, sort of a a headless cowboy costume. And it was awesome because they took two baseball caps, put them front and back, and then turned it sideways to make the um, shoulders of the costume. And then they put uh, cardboard up on top and, and like spaghetti noodles and fake blood. And so it looked like a decapitated head. And then in the shirt itself were two gunshot holes with blood coming down them where you would see out of. And so you'd be wearing this headless thing on the top of your head with your arms coming out the side and seeing out through. And then you'd walk around with a mannequin head in your arm and, you know, had a cowboy. And of course, you know, from the neck, blood dripping and guts and and all sorts of fun stuff like that. And uh, had so much fun with that. But I remember setting it up. uh, We had a, a spare bedroom and my little brother would not go in there. It scared the crap out of him. And so he'd walk by and see this, you know, headless thing sitting there and come running and scream. And, uh, you know, it's a good costume when it scares little kids. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, I remember uh, there was this one ugly ass mask one. It had like pink hair, big nose and a mole thing. And it was just a mask. My mom didn't make it, but we got it at the store. It scared the crap out of my sister. <laughs> and then my it also, you know, and I don't think it's because I wore it, but my mom used to wear it. And mm-hmm. she'd wait for us to walk, uh, like we'd walking down the hallway, and she'd jump out with it. 
what are you doing? <laughs> and it just so it was petrifying. So it scared more of the crap out of my sister than myself with that. That's so awesome. Good, good memories there. Yeah. <laughs> well, folks, we are headed to the break, and it is all about you. Chime in on our Facebook page. Uh, it's too late to call, but uh, you know what? We'll give you the topic for tomorrow's show, so you can call in then. Folks, don't go anywhere. We're headed to the commercial. We'll see you guys in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, October 13th. We are smack dab in the middle of our call-in topic, your favorite homemade Halloween costume. Tony and I talked about ours. It's time for you guys to let us know about yours. Make sure that you comment on our watch party right now. Go to facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click into the live video and you can comment in on there. And uh, as we mentioned, the call-ins work a little bit differently now. We're not taking live call-ins, but we are going to give you the topic for tomorrow's call-in topic to uh, leave a message on the Phoenix line. That number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-336-4973. So you have an opportunity to chime in there. Now, Tony, uh, on your end, has uh, anybody chimed in on what their uh, favorite homemade Halloween costume is? Yeah, I've got two of them, actually. Uh, My cousin, Jeslyn Pullman from Carson City, uh, put that her and her friend made a replica of the Titanic and win is that in the seventh grade. They were each one half. They didn't win the contest because they had only one prize, not two. But it was awesome. That's pretty cool. That sounds cool. Yeah, when you... That would have been cool if one had a little jack and one had a little rose. I was going to say, or one dressed up as the iceberg and the other was the Titanic, or at least half of it. (laughs) There you go. I like that. So stupid, Rose! (laughs) Um, um, And then I have uh, our friend Lacey. Um, She said that her mom made a clown costume once that had a towel stuffed in the butt and a towel rolled in the chest area, too. She won but one best costume at her Girl Scout Halloween party. Very cool. So she was at so big busted big ass clown. Clown. Hopefully she wasn't like five or six years old. That would be a little strange. Okay. That was a throw to the itsky there. There you go. Pennywise. Well, folks, during during the segment, feel free to chime in on the uh, Facebook page, and Tony's all uh, getting uh, texts as well. But uh, while we're waiting for those, let's go through some of the top uh, costumes of 2020. These are things that uh, are available for purchase. They're not homemade, but it is uh, what people are buying for whatever's happening for Halloween. I guess depending on the state, you're either having Halloween or you're not, or you're doing it kind of, somewhat. Some things. So I, I, who knows? I hope like uh, they're trying to do. You know, unfortunately, they're just doing a. Uh, I think a lot of Colorado things are just doing like organized, really controlled trunk or treats. Okay. Which I guess is better than nothing. Yeah. Although I'd say, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, tec- I, I th- technically, the kids are wearing masks, right? Well, exactly. <laughs> you know. 
In any case, uh, like I said, feel free to chime in with your favorite uh, homemade Halloween costume. But uh, kicking off things with the top 2020 costumes, uh, one of the top ones is Moira Rose, which uh, it's not a show I'm familiar with. I know there's a lot of people who love it. And we can say it now that we're no longer uh, governed by the FCC. And it is a proper name. We're talking uh, Schitt's Creek. So Schitt's Creek may have seen its last season, but you can still relive Moira's best moments by bringing out your inner washed-up soap star this Halloween. To recreate her always eccentric outfits, stick to a neutral black and white color palette for your costume, but don't be afraid to go bold with a funky fashion-forward wig. So, something to do. Here's one that uh, I'm surprised, uh, or not surprised, that uh, we... um, We'll probably see out and about. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's the Carol Baskin costume. Whether or not you're fully convinced that Carol Baskin actually killed her husband. Carol Baskin. Recreating Joe Exotic's cat-crazed enemy is pretty easy with a couple of quirky accessories. Lean into her look with loud leopard prints and a funky flower crown. And, of course, along those lines, it wouldn't be complete without the Joe Exotic costume. So Tiger King quickly became one of the biggest pop culture phenomenons in 2020. And with it, so did Joe Exotic's signature bleach blonde strands and outrageous country glam style. The self-described gay gun-toting cowboy with a mullet will undoubtedly be a popular costume choice for Halloween night. So go all in with a funky button-down shirt, a handlebar mustache, and a funky 80s wig. Tony, I I could see you dressing up as Joe Exotic this Halloween. (laughs) Oh, I, you know, if I wasn't working, <laughs> I guess I could do it at work. It would be pretty funny, you know, just draw a gap in the teeth. Right. Get the mullet, get the, the trucker hat and uh, so much fun. Uh, a couple other people chimed in. We have Mora who said uh, medieval dress took me two months oh. to see it myself. Uh, that's fun when it's an elaborate costume. And then Stacy chimed in and said her ex-husband broke a ski pole and made it look like he was impaled with it. It was rad. I hope uh, that he was dressed in the old like ski school style uh, fluorescent colors and had the big old goggles as well. <laughs> that would be a lot of that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on with uh, top costumes of 2020. Eh, not exactly original. The beer pong cup costume. So score big with a crowd-pleasing costume that enlarges the experience of everyone's favorite party game. It comes with a wearable red Solo cup that securely straps on with a pair of suspenders and also includes an inflatable ping-pong ball that, uh, that'll that even have strangers approaching you for a quick game. Um, yeah, again, I, yeah. I feel like beer pong sort of ran its course. Uh, you know, talking about two, yeah, the year 2000. You know, was playing it back then, you know, so. Yeah, it's not, not a great idea. No, I, would, I wouldn't go with it either. I think it's lame for a, for a, uh, <clears throat> for a costume. Yeah. Here's one that's yeah. not lame and a name that's making a huge resurgent in, uh, resurgence in recent years, the Bob Ross costume. Let your inner artist or Euphoria fandom shine with a tribute to the 20th century icon, painter, and television host Bob Ross. This creative costume comes with a realistic prop brush and paint-splattered palette, so you can easily find freedom on your canvas by painting some happy little clouds. You going to paint some happy little clouds, Tone? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bob Ross is just just cool, you know, still in. People people really like him, and, uh, you know. 
be a fun costume to see. And he's got that yeah, awesome fro. It can fro. be done, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, when, my, when we were younger, my little sister, uh, she used to watch, just random when we were kids, would watch it. She's like, he's going to paint a happy tree. I'm like, what? <laughs> what's the difference just between... a damn tree! What's the difference between a happy little tree and a mad little tree? Tree. I used to think he'd get high. I... I personally think he used to just get high. Man. Oh, I'm sure he was. Just I'm sure he high was. High as F. <laughs> hey, man. I'm a big little happy tree over here. <laughs> Whoa, man. It's funny. I'm, I'm going through this list, and there's some really lame costumes. There's the Lil Nas X costume. Who's Lil wow. Nas? He, he did that uh, country road, old town road, something road. Here's a cop-out one. They said the Taylor Swift cardigan costume. It's basically just a girl in a cardigan. Why? Okay. (laughs) But moving on with uh, other relevant costumes for 2020, uh, this one couldn't be more relevant. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So in honor of the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg, this costume celebrates her impact as a staunch advocate for gender equality and women's rights. Embellish this black judge's robe with an intricate bib, and even after Halloween is over, don't forget to vote to help carry on RBG's legacy. That's from the article. That's not for me. From me, definitely vote. But uh, yeah, do your research. Yeah, you know, one costume I just thought of it was kind of homemade. I did uh, one time when I worked in uh, the Carson City Costco. I went one year as this. I created my own character, Uncle Funkel. <laughs> It was named after some stupid ass. I, I shouldn't say stupid ass. That's not nice because they, they, some of their members might be listening because they were a band out of Reno. Mm-hmm. Uncle Funkle. And so I created the, this character, Uncle Funkle, the America's white trash superhero. And I mean, I was about, I was probably almost like 200 pounds. So I was already a little chunk of monka. I took some Harry Potter glasses and had a little wizard wand. Woo! And I took a bubble wrap, a crap ton of bubble wrap and a duct tape, UF. And then I put a bandana over a mullet and then I drew a little black line between the teeth. And then I was, and then I wore my uh, boxers over my pants and uh, I wore a Metallica Masters of Puppet. Master of Masters. Master of Puppets. <laughs> wow, I can't believe I screwed that up. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I went to work that way. And I, I played this character, Uncle Funkel, and uh, that was fun. And I also dressed up as a co-worker in, at my Arvada location. I actually got in trouble for it. His oh, name really? was Leo, and I dressed him up exactly as him. And I called myself the Hog Pog. Because he would always call me Tiger. He's this biker who had a ponytail. And, dude, I had spot on the stash, the flannel shirt, the biker gloves. I wrote hog, pog, like H-A-W-G. Hey, Tiger. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Yeah. I'm kind of talk like Randy Savage. I'm thinking we might have to do a Halloween show where you dress up as uh, Uncle Funkel, and I'll figure something out on this end. But, <laughs> All right. I'll see if I can dress out. I do have pictures of that, man. I was a beefy little dude. <laughs> hey, I had a girl. It didn't matter. Exactly. All right. And finally, before we head to the break, uh, one of the hottest costume ideas to come out of uh, the recent debates. And again, we're not a political show. We're just throwing ideas out there. Is a couple's costume where one person dresses up as Mike Pence. The other dresses up as a fly. 
<laughs> I know, brilliant, right? Well, folks, that, that does it for our call-in topic. Our call-in topic tomorrow is going to be clever, scary movie moments. So uh, chime in on the Phoenix line with uh, what scary movie you think had the most clever moment, and we'll uh, play that on the air. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, October 13th. Now, as a reminder, we have the Phoenix Line. The Phoenix Line is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to call in on anything whatsoever. For instance, maybe you want to share your favorite homemade Halloween costume, or you want to call in on tomorrow's call-in topic, which is the clever, scary movie moments. Not the clever, just clever, scary movie moments. Uh, you know, scary movies that uh, take you on some twists and turns. Uh, what comes to mind is uh, The Sixth Sense. You know, I see dead people. Uh, some some good ones out there. Actually, we just recently watched one, which I will share tomorrow when we do the topic. Again, can be on it anything whatsoever. We just ask that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. And as a reminder, that number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. Now in this segment, uh, it's actually going to become a somewhat recurring segment, not not a weekly one, but maybe bi-weekly or whatever it may be. And uh, it's a segment titled, Whatever Happened to the Cast of... dot dot dot. We find ourselves watching movies, especially older movies, and wonder, oh God, whatever happened to them? Some have big names that are still around, others don't. And so uh, the movie that I picked for today is uh, one that I took Jesse to see over the weekend. We mentioned it earlier, spent a dollar a ticket on it. Hocus Pocus. Obviously, it's fitting. Hocus Pocus. <laughs> it's fitting for this time of the year. Uh, I know Hocus Pocus 2 is coming out. Uh, uh, Tony, do you remember if it's going straight to streaming service? It's going straight, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be on uh, Disney Plus sometime in 2021. Okay, all right. It, it's got the original cast. I, I hope Vanessa Shaw's back. <laughs> I mentioned, like, I had a huge crush on her in the 90s. Well, Just we'll, saying. we'll get to Vanessa Shaw. So, uh, in any case, Today, we're wondering, whatever happened to the cast of Hocus Pocus? So starting with, uh, obviously, the bigger names, Bette Midler, you know, huge name. She was the main star of it. Uh, Hocus Focus fans may remember Bette Midler is the Hocus Pans. It's, yeah, words are hard, I know, words Words are are hard. hard. I I just had to. I was like, wait, Hocus Focus? That's the the title of the second one. Hocus Focus. Put in your focus. Uh, Let's try this again. with with the furry puss caterpillar. There you go. Hocus Pocus fans may remember Bette Midler as the hilariously wicked Winifred Sanderson, but this was far from Bette's only major acting role when the movie premiered in 1993. In 1979, she starred in The Rose and earned an Oscar nomination for it and sang the film's title soundtrack, also entitled The Rose. By the early 1990s, Bette's resume also included a special Tony Award, two Emmys, three Grammy Awards, and three Golden Globe Awards. Wow, I didn't realize she had so many. Well, Bette Midler now, Bette has continued to receive many accolades. Her principal role in Hello, Dolly! scored her a Tony. 
Outer Critics Circle Award, and Drama Desk Award all in 2017. A few years back in 2015, Bette was busy on her 10th concert tour entitled Divine Intervention. Most recently, though, you may have seen her on The Good Place, which I remember her from, Wedding Day Winners, or The Goldbergs. She also appeared at the 2019 Oscars to perform the Mary Poppins Ballad, sorry, Mary Poppins Returns Ballad, The Place Where Lost Things Go. Today, she remains married to her husband, Martin Van Hesselberg. That's a hell of a name. Von Hesselberg. Von Hesselberg. Uh, The next big name, Sarah Jessica Parker. Obviously, we've seen her all over the place. Well, since Hocus Pocus, Sarah has gone on to receive worldwide fame for her titular role in Sex and the City, which also inspired inspired two films that I refuse to watch. More recently, Sarah has acted in Glee, Failure to Launch, The Family Stone, and starred in the HBO TV series Divorce. Four years after Hocus Pocus was released, Sarah got married to fellow actor Matthew Broderick. Um, I forgot they were married. Yeah, they've been together a long time, too. They're one of those Hollywood couples that have just been together since, I think, the 90s. They've got a long run in them, for sure. It's been a while. Now, the other big name, uh, of course, the other Sanderson sister was uh, Kathy Najimy. In the new millennium, Kathy began taking on roles behind the camera. In 2012, she worked on the film These Girls. Four years later, she served as a consulting producer for the TV series The Jams. Her latest roles to date include acting as Wendy Keegan in Veep and Judge Gail Eno in The Good Fight. In 1998, she married singer and actor Dan Finnerty. I don't know who Dan Finnerty is, but uh, yeah. So anyway, that does it for the big names of Hocus Pocus. Of course, you guys uh, want to know what happened to the lesser-known stars, uh, namely the kids that were in it. Uh, for instance, Sean Murray, he played uh, Thackeray Binks back then. Well, now post post Hocus Pocus, the acting jobs kept coming for Sean. Aside from appearing in various TV series, Touched by an Angel, The Random Years, Hearts of the West. Most NCIS fans know him today as Timothy McGee. In 2005, uh, 2005, I'm telling you, words are hard. Sean married Carrie James. <laughs> I don't know who Carrie James is. Uh, I don't really follow NCIS, but uh, I didn't realize that he was still working as much as he is. Yeah, it's uh, all right. <laughs> uh, and that's so how Tony has to say on that one. Yeah, yeah. Tony, we need That's a, all I got to say about that. We need a button for that. All right. Uh, yeah. Moving on, the next uh, actor, Omri Katz, uh, and his character, Sean. No, sorry, Max. Max was the uh, uh, the main character, the main antagonist, the virgin who yeah. lit the, the candle. Well, there are no recent yes, yeah. public photos of Omri, and his Instagram page has been disabled. But thankfully, Vanessa Shaw, who played Allison, posted a photo with her co-star in 2015. Omri's IMDb shows that he retired after his role in Journey into the Night in 2002 and instead took up hairdressing. Huh. Since then, he's oh, okay. kept a relatively low profile. Now, uh, did you mention he's coming back for the um, Hocus Pocus 2? Yeah, I think they're they're all coming back from what I read. So No, that's cool. Well, uh, let's see. Moving on, Vanessa Shaw, of course, your favorite oh. from... <laughs> Ladybugs. That's where it started. Oh, I if forgot you know, she was in that. You know, yeah. yeah, you know that scene uh, where Jonathan Brandis is spacing off, uh-huh. and she kicks the soccer ball, and then he just he goes in that dream montage, and she's like in that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that was a teenage boy. Right? That, uh, Are you sure that wasn't that your just... dream montage? <laughs> no, no, it was 
It was it was very much uh, ladybugs. I remember that very well right. as a young lad. Well, in Hocus Pocus, that's where I, I discovered Vanessa Shaw. <laughs> in Hocus Pocus, she played Allison. Well, now Vanessa continued to appear here and there in various projects, including CSI New York. She has also scored bigger roles in Ray Donovan, Vegas, Those Who Kill, and most recently, Family Blood. Uh, they says here on a personal note, uh, Vanessa Shaw tied the night the knot with Christopher Gifford back in 2008. And I'm telling you, based on this picture, she's, she's still looking pretty cute, Tone. Yeah. Still looks good. She's married, but you know what? You might have a chance. So, <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on, uh, Thora Birch, who I think was probably the next biggest name to come out of it. Uh, the character she played in that movie why does it not list it here yeah uh, she was the she was the little sister right i can't remember her name yeah. though. i just saw the movie too in any case six years after hocus pocus thor gained even more notoriety in hollywood for her starring role in american beauty she's since landed many big roles in the industry such as colony night visions deadline and affairs of the state the last two years have been particular particularly busy ones for thora most recently, she's portrayed Jolene in Above Suspicion and Chloe in Kindred Spirits. Uh, none of those projects I'm familiar with. What about you, Todd? Uh, no, never heard of either one. <laughs> All right, and then... You know, uh, the last time I saw her, she was in a Limp Bizkit video. Seriously? Yeah, she was in uh, Eat You Alive. I don't know. She was in that video, though. News to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you know, you know. All right. And then finally, the last star that we're going to run down of whatever happened to the cast of Hocus Pocus is a guy that you've actually seen all over the place but never recognized his face. In Hocus Pocus, he played Billy Butcherson, uh, but he's been all over your screen. Uh, Doug Jones actually played that role. I didn't realize it when watching it even as recently as this weekend. But uh, today, Doug has a whopping 166 acting credits to his name, many of which you've never seen his face for. That's because Doug has taken on so many projects involving heavy prosthetics and movie makeup. His work includes playing Silver Surfer in the Fantastic Four sequel, The Gentleman in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, The Fawn in Pan's Labyrinth, and Satu in Star Trek Discovery. He remains married to his wife, Lori Jones, who he wed in 1984. And uh, he was also in Hellboy uh, as um, Abe Sapien, if you remember that tone. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's he's been all over the place, but, uh, you know... Uh, 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 character actor, uh, just like, um, oh, what's his name who does Schmeagel? Um, Andy uh, Circus. Andy Circus. Yeah. Wow, Sanders. So, in any case, Hocus Pocus is a fun movie to go back and watch, especially Pocus, Pocus. in the Halloween <laughs> season. But uh, that does it for this edition of Whatever Happened to the Cast of. Hocus Pocus. Folks, when we come back, uh, we're headed out to the end of the show, and that means it is time for this day in history. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Yeah. 
Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back. It is the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeartDoozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? No. Oh, you brought Stay Puff. How dare you? <laughs> While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends, because why, Mr. Tone? Sharing is caring. <laughs> I don't know what voice that was, but there you go. I don't know. And it worked out uh, well that uh, we had a little cutout at the same time, so it was... Uh, it was a little more ominous than usual. So, okay. In any okay. case, with it being the final segment of the show, as we do each and every day, we're going to drop a little knowledge on you. Hopefully, make you laugh a little bit. It is this day in history. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's this day in history with your correspondent on the beat, Christian Phoenix. Thanks, <laughs> Siri. All right. Well, kick it off this day in history, Tony. It feels just like yesterday, the year fifty-four. When Nero succeeds Claudius as the Roman emperor. You remember that? No, it was such a great day when Brother Nero took him down. Good Take times. That, Claudius. Good times. Moving great on. Times. This day in 1399, Henry of Bolingbroke is crowned King Henry IV of England in Westminster Abbey a few weeks after deposing Richard II. For a second, I thought that said disposing of Richard II, which I wouldn't put, put past uh, you know those wow. ancient royals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving I was going to just go down a dirty traffic way. Hey, you know what? If, it, if it's appropriate, yeah. do it. Moving on <laughs> this day in 1724, Jonathan Swift publishes Last of Draper's Letters. I don't know who Draper is. Uh, I only read it because uh, wasn't that the name of uh, uh, Jack Palance in uh, the 1989 Batman? Wasn't he I think Draper? it was actually. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was his letters, though. No. No. Moving on, this date in 1902, U.S. President Theodore Roosevelt threatens to start using Army troops to work coal mines struck since 12th of May. This brings the owners to agree to abide by a commission of arbitration. Um, Don't know much about that. I know your sister worked in uh, the coal mines, and uh, it's a grueling job. I feel bad for them. Yeah, it's a They get paid well, but, you know, it's, it's a lot of hard work. A lot of hard work. Uh, she doesn't have the black lung. Luckily, she's not underground mining, but above. But it's very hard on her body, So, as well as all of them. I got the a lot black of scary lung stories tall. I hear from out there, too. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And even back then, it would have been even worse. What was that, 1902? Not quite the safe, yeah. uh, safety regulations that uh, you know we live by today. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. Could you imagine? All that, the, that's where the black lung paw comes from. <laughs> All right. Um, ba, ba, ba. This day in 1953, this is interesting. Burglar alarm, ultrasonic, or radio waves are patented by Samuel Bagno. So uh, anytime you've been woken up in the middle of the night by a, a car alarm going off, you can uh, thank Sam, Samuel Bagno for that. Thanks, Bagno. <laughs> Richard. Was it Richard? <laughs> what was it? No, it was Samuel. No. 
<laughs> I meant Richard instead of saying dick. Oh, but, you know, gotcha. Yeah. Right. Way to go, a-hole! <laughs> this day in 1960, opponents of Fidel Castro are executed in Cuba. Not to anybody's surprise. Hmm. Moving no on. Surprise there. No shocker there. Yep. A uh, name that comes up quite often in the segment. Uh, this day in 1963, Beatlemania is coined after the Beatles appear at the Palladium. And uh, I think everybody back in those days had Beatlemania and uh, probably the reason they've endured today. Yeah, Beatlemania was a thing. Just seeing all those videos of the grainy black and white footage of all those girls going, ah! <laughs> We, uh, when you were out, Tony, we recently watched uh, at least part of the Dewey Cox, the Walk Hard story. Oh, yeah, yeah, I slept during that. Yep. Yeah. Power nap that one. And uh, they sort of make fun of that, that whole thing during the uh, 1960s of, you know, the, the sexual rev- revolution of, uh, you know, singers shaking their hips and how dare they. And uh, if only they uh, got a whiff of the wop these days. Right. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on this day in 1966. Oh, Jimi Hendrix experienced debuts with American guitarist Jimi Hendrix, British bassist Noel Redding, and British drummer Mitch Mitchell in Evero, Normandy, France, which, uh, again, a, another revolutionary band and, of course, artist in Jimi Hendrix. Uh, just amazing what he was able to do with a guitar. Oh, yeah. He was um, fantastic. Just an amazing guitar player. Uh, his music obviously lives on site. He died. Uh, we did that. No one made it past, what, 27? Yeah, 27 club. One? Yeah. He was part of it. All right, moving on. This day in 1973, Badlands, directed by Terrence Malick and starring Martin Sheen and Sissy Spacek, premieres at the New York Film Festival. Um, not a sh- movie I recall ever seen, but had some pretty good uh, actors, and uh, Terrence Malick's a fantastic director. You ever see it, Tone? Never seen it, no, but it uh, does have a, a plethora of amazing talent in that movie. It does, including Carrie herself, Sissy Spacek. That's a movie I got to go back and watch. That was a fun one. Stephen King's Carrie. Moving on. This day in 1975, the Ninth Country Music Association Award. John Denver wins. That John Denver is full of. She's full of spit, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To quote Dumb and Dumber. Uh, Same day, 1975, rock vocal Neil Young undergoes throat surgery. Probably the reason he sounds like such a terrible singer. I don't know. I don't think it helped much. I'm not a big Neil Young fan. Don't know about no, you. No, no. I know you're not that. Uh, you're not a huge fan of him. So nope. This day in 1978, 52nd Street, the sixth studio album by Billy Joel, is released, and it won a Grammy Award for Album of the Year in 1979. Billy Joel is a performer I do enjoy. Yeah. Apparently, Tony does too. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Joel's not bad. He's got some good tunes. I actually got offered to go to his concert, I think it was two years ago. Lacey and Mike invited me, and I politely, or politely, polite, politely declined. <laughs> uh, I you. saw him. He and uh, um, Elton John did a co-tour where they had two pianos, and uh, they came out and played together. They played separately. That was a fantastic show to see. Oh, I bet. All right, moving on this day in 1987, the first military use of trained dolphins by the U.S. Navy in the Persian Gulf. I wonder what they used them for. (laughs) 
That's a good question. These are trained dolphins. They're not just any dolphins. They're my special dolphins. <laughs> that one over there is Scott. It's, hey, Scott! He's it, a legendary dolphin. It's funny, on a, a little side tangent, uh, we recently started watching the Amazon show The Boys. And uh, there's a character, The Deep, who's like an Aquaman-type character. And uh, it, it's strongly hinted at that he had a, a love affair with a dolphin. Great show. Great show. I, I couldn't recommend it anymore. All right. Uh, moving on this day in 1993, the Mighty Ducks win their first NHL game. I remember how mind-blowing it was that, uh, you know, I was living in Southern California at the time uh, that we got a team named after a Disney movie. Yeah. Well, at the time, you know, obviously Disney doesn't own them anymore, but uh, it was because uh, they owned them and the Angels. And, uh, yeah, it was crazy because the Mighty Ducks was a fantastic movie. And then all of a sudden they became the real, the Anaheim, the Mighty Ducks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which was fun. It gave me a team to root for. Not a big NHL fan, but, uh, you know, going to games was always a blast. Yeah. Now they're just the Ducks, right? I think so. The Ducks of Anaheim. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't really been following it. Poor Anaheim always has the weirdest names. Yeah, the amazing, uh, the amazing angels of Anaheim, Los Angeles County. Reminds Eda me of the palm tree. American Dodgeball Association of America. It, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's just, it's just goofy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This day in 2002, Michael Schumacher wins a season-ending Japanese F1 Grand Prix for his record 11th victory of the year and third straight World Drivers Championship. 67 points from Ferrari teammate Rubens Barrichello. Uh, for F1 fans out there, uh, Joel Schumacher, not Joel Schumacher, <laughs> he was the director of the terrible Batman movies. Well, when you said Schumacher, that's yeah. who I thought. I thought we were going on a Batman tangent. No, here. no. Michael Schumacher, uh, just famous race car driver. Big fan myself. And then finally, in 2010, Copayapo mining accident in Chile comes to a happy end as all 33 miners arrive at the surface after surviving a record 69 days underground. Nice. Um, Holy cow. You remember that happening, Tom? No. Really? God, it was the only thing in the news. It was pretty crazy. Pretty, pretty crazy. All right. And before we end the show, and the reason I did so, uh, about two minutes to spare is we've got a ton of holidays today. So uh, let's go ahead and go through them. On this October 13th. Holidays! It is Ada Lovelace Day. Don't know who she is or why it's a day, but that's She's what cousin it is. of Linda Lovelace. There you and go. if you don't know, yeah, don't know. <laughs> it's English Language Day, which uh, we're speaking the English language sometimes better than others. And as we do on Wednesdays, it'll be uh, Words Are Hard Wednesdays. Uh, so something to look forward <laughs> to tomorrow. It is Good Samaritan Day. Go out, be a good Samaritan as long as you're socially distancing, um, and uh, and do some good or do some good online. It is Headspace Day. I would assume that, uh, you know, you just want to get yourself in a good headspace. It is International Plain Language Day. Um, I guess avoid using big words and and just use plain language. Uh, Supercalifragilistics. Yep. We were talking uh, Titanic earlier. It is International Day for Failure. That was a Titanic (laughs) failure. It is International Day for Disaster Reduction. International Face Your Fears Day. So go jump out of plane, do whatever you need to do. Here's one I can get behind. National No Bra Day. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'm down with that. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. National M&M Day. 
Inter- like the candy or the rap artist? No, 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 the candy. Oh, okay. Something to... Uh, you better lose yourself. There you go. International Suit Up Day, as Barney Stinson Suit would say. Suit Up, as Barney Stinson would say. <laughs> it is Own a Business Day, National Train Your Brain Day, National Yorkshire Pudding Day, Silly Sayings Day, U.S. Navy's Birthday, and Treat Yourself Day. So, folks, Yay! treat yourself. Treat yourself. We will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode on a Wednesday with Words Are Hard Wednesday. Folks, enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.